0: Within the month, I had booked us onto a one-day open water swimming course. Dee was keen to be supportive. We'd only be married a few weeks after all. But I could tell from his special face of gentle and considerate listening that when he saw me, he now saw a powder keg needing to be handled with the utmost delicacy and diplomacy for fear of damaging explosions. "'Woe betide the being who dared to suggest "'that I couldn't accomplish something I had set my mind to. "'He had long ago learnt this, "'most notably when he texted me "'as I was halfway round a horribly hilly half-marathon, "'suggesting that I didn't have to finish it "'if I didn't feel up to it. "'When he saw me later from the crowd and waved in support, "'I flicked a V at him and called him a wanker "'for not believing in me. "'Of course I'll come too,' he said. "'It will be fun!' I didn't miss his slightly pale smile. It was a look not dissimilar to the one my sister would give me when I suggested we swapped clothes. He is a glasses wearer and has an uncanny habit of being able to tilt his head to the perfect degree, blocking proper eye contact and rendering him inscrutable. Earlier in the week, I had called the organisers of the course, which was based at the Brighton Swimming School, keen to know whether it would be OK that I wasn't great at front crawl. I reassured them that I was fit and a strong breaststroke swimmer, and they told me that as long as I could do 10 or 20 lengths, I would be fine. The description of the course on the website sounded so perfect. A morning in the pool refining technique, lunch over a talk about the tides, and then an afternoon in the sea under careful supervision. It all seemed so innocent, so manageable. It wasn't that I knew I couldn't do 10 or 20 lengths of front crawl. It was more that I'd never really tried. I knew I could do a few strokes. I definitely remember doing that in swimming pools at gyms or on holidays over the years. I just never tried to do it consistently for any length of time or with any sort of regulated breathing. What I needed, I told myself, was some focus, a few pointers, a bit of motivation. After a full day of tips and hints, I would surely be on my way to a life of sea-swimming. Yes, I was sure of it. And D, staring stoically out of the window as I repeated my thoughts to him the evening before, almost certainly agreed with me. The course began at 8.30am on the other side of Brighton, but we had to be there even earlier as we were due to hire wetsuits for the open water part of the day. It was a gorgeous morning. The sky was entirely clear and the air was warm, even as we left the house just before eight. As we waited fifteen minutes for a bus, slowly marinating in our own sweat, D remarked on how lucky we were with the weather. I think he might have mentioned it again as I grumpily hustled us into a taxi, now clammy with the stress of it all and really quite bored of the delights of a warm day. The heat was the sort that, unless you're merely stepping from an air-conditioned car to an air-conditioned building, seems to warm you from the inside out. The sun was too low for it to be piercing. Instead, I simply felt as if I'd been lightly microwaved for perhaps 30 seconds. Too warm, tacky to the touch, with thighs that felt bigger than they ought to as they nestled against each other on the faux leather taxi seat. By the time we made it to the pool, there were beads of sweat all along my hairline, and those at the nape of my neck were now trickling down towards my back. The Brighton Swimming School pool is pretty much the most boring pool I have ever seen. It doesn't have the deluxe hum of a spa or even a fancy gym. No huge plastic bucket of fun toys for children. No water chutes, nor even a steam room. It's just a pool, albeit one that's clean and solid. It is where the beach lifeguards are trained, where triathletes ready themselves for competitions and where children and adults alike are taught to swim. But it is not a place for recreational splashing. It is a pool that means business. Within minutes of arriving, we were directed to the room where we could choose from the selection of wetsuits for hire. There was a rack of pre-loved suits, each one dangling at a jaunty angle from a wire coat hanger like a discarded snakeskin. D, tall, slim and broad-shouldered, does not challenge the conventional wetsuit silhouette and was off to the changing room within minutes. My body, however, proved more demanding.